0: Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Hello and welcome back to Education on Fire. Today I'd like to um, welcome Janice Mardell, who's the head teacher of Overstone Primary School, Um, and I've been um, visiting the school over the last few weeks of the autumn term here as part of the First Access Project for the Northamptonshire Music and Performing Arts Trust. Um, and we've been doing some Samba workshops, which I'm pleased to say we've got a, a concert coming up in the next week or so, which is going to be very exciting to show exactly what we've been up to. Um, the reason I asked to come in and, and, and have this interview was just because I've talked quite a lot in the, in the opening episodes about how the school environment is really important for children's learning um, and a real sort of sense of having a growth mindset and actually feeling themselves in order to want to learn and that's exactly what I've experienced during this school. Um, the The staff have been incredibly kind and supportive from as soon as you walk into the school um, through every member of staff that I've actually had contact with. Um, the children have been really keen to learn and their behaviour and discipline has been absolutely impeccable but not because they had to. It, I sort of got the sense they were doing it because they wanted to get as much out of the session as they possibly could and that just seems a, a really good bed, um, a good sort of real sort of rock solid bed to actually learn from. Um, so thanks very much for having me today. Thank you for coming. And um, and can we just start, could you just explain a little bit about the school in terms of the size of the school and the number of children and, and, and how the setup is here?
1: Yes, yeah, so we're situated in the village of Overston. Um, we have some of our children who come from Overston village itself and then we also have quite a few pupils who come from the eastern side of Northampton. Um, Rectory south Southfields around those areas, um, some children from surrounding villages as well. Um, we have 105 pupils on roll so we admit 15 children into reception at the moment and then as they move through the school they're taught in classes of 30 with two age groups in a class so we have year one and two together, year three, four together and year five, six together
0: lovely so it's, it's really good to get a picture of sort of of, of the school set up and um, and as you said it's a it's a village school here in the um, Northamptonshire countryside um just outside of Northampton um and i guess the first question that people may ask is is the fact that the um, feeling of the school is so sort of community-based and sort of feels like a really great family is that purely because of the the science of the school and the fact that everyone knows each other or is is there a bit more to it than that do you think?
1: Um, I think that's part of it I think it's lovely that the school is small so that everyone knows everyone else and we all know all of the children and also the families who are involved in the school Um, but also because of the activities that we do at school we encourage that uh, communication with the people in the village, surrounding um, neighbours. So we have events at school where we encourage the children to communicate with the local community. For example, um, recently we had our harvest festival. So in the morning the children performed for their parents and friends and then in the afternoon our older children the year sixes hosted a tea party for members of the village community so they came into school and the children served them tea and cake and chatted to them and that's a really important skill for the children as well i think to have the opportunity to do that and to communicate with adults in that kind of forum really um In the summer, we had the year five, six class were doing a project about Britain. So they hosted a traditional afternoon tea, again, for people in the village, the local WI, as well as parents, friends of the school as well. Um, and in the playground we had the children entertain them with dancing, served them traditional afternoon tea, and it was lovely to have the whole community coming together. So I think as well as being small, which means that all the children, the adults, we all know each other and the families, we also encourage the children to feel that com- sense of community spirit um, and respect for other people, for adults and for each other and for themselves as well. So
0: um, that That's a really... Key point is, I was um, just waiting for the class to come in. Um, in the last couple of weeks, I see you've got some of your sort of ethos things and, mm. um, up, on, up on the wall of the hall. Can you just take me through what some of those are? And um, and I'll I'll I just came to mind to me there because um the respect one was the was the one that really caught my eye not because you do often hear about um respecting people and um treat them as you'd like you to be treated yourself and that kind of thing but it was the fact that i really noticed it was respecting yourself enough to mm. be yourself is that is, is yes. that one of the key things and and i think that's a, that's an incredibly important thing the fact that being yourself and being your true authentic self is probably the most important thing that, that, that you can be in order to then shine your light as much as you can to support everyone else around you. So yes. Could you just expand on that a little bit?
1: Yes, and I think as adults in school, we look for ways to develop confidence and self-respect within children. Um, we do have school values that we promote throughout the school. So we have a values tree and when children... Um, show these values, we write them down and put them on the tree, so we celebrate that. Um, We do lots of work on things like positive learning behaviours, so children work on resilience, independence and actually self-belief. So if you think you can't do something, I can't do it yet, you know, you can do it and you need to challenge yourself and believe in yourself and then you will learn and succeed. Um, so the values we do lots of work in things like assemblies and there are always occasions that come up when you can celebrate a child displaying one of the school values so it's just making sure that you actually pick up on those and celebrate them with the children and I think every child has that need to feel valued and to increase their confidence and to know that they can do great things if they have that self-belief, which is so important.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a, it's absolutely true. Um, and and where th- those values do they come? from you are they long-standing within the school is it a governing body um, thing or or, how has that been um, developed over the years?
1: Um, We tend to develop things as a community as well so for example we've recently looked at our school vision and in order for us to create our vision we asked all of our parents all of our pupils all of our staff we gave them some words and phrases and they would choose which ones they felt were important to the school and which ones they felt were relevant and that was what the school meant to them and then we collated them all together so it meant that every stakeholder in the school felt that they had a part of building that vision and I think then if people do that then they believe in it because they've created it and they feel that they've had that personal involvement Um, so those have kind of evolved Um, through things like that in assemblies or in class in school councils, things like that we talk to the children and they will say what's important to them and they'll listen to their peers and come to conclusions themselves so they all feel that they've had some ownership of that and then you find that children actually display those values more because they actually see that they're important
0: yeah sure and and you also i love the tree idea where you're celebrating what's already happening and yes. r- rather than kind of this is what we're trying to attain or what we're trying to do it's this is happening this is what you this is the experience that you've experienced in that scenario and here we are celebrating mm. it um and that really does seem to be key through all the staff as well as, as the children as well and ha- how, why do you think that that's the case how have you managed to achieve that which I'd, I'd see on quite a lot of websites and on quite a lot of literature that schools put out but it's it's very rare to actually feel it it's literally permanent um, permeating all the way through the school including the staff and the children through absolutely everyone that you see how, how, how have you managed to achieve that do you think?
1: Um Well I think personally that people are your greatest resource and that everybody within the school has a really important role to play so whatever their role is it's important um, and I try very hard to make sure that people feel that that people feel appreciated and that people feel valued for what they do whether they're children or adults in school and even just little things like on a Friday we always have jacket potato Friday <laughs> Um, so I provide jacket potatoes and people just bring along a filling and it's just an opportunity for everyone to go into the staff room for lunch because everyone's so busy it rarely happens that everyone's in the staff room together so it means because it's hot food and you've got to go there to get it <laughs> we'll all actually be there together and it's an opportunity for us to and people like that because it makes them feel that they are valued and important and that what they're doing in school is so vital you know every cog has to be turning to make the whole thing work as well as it does so I think just the the fact that like the children adults as well feel valued and important and able to develop you know in in what they're good at so
0: I think I think that I think you've sort of been able to celebrate what you're good at and what you can achieve and I think especially seeing stuff that are authentic with themselves, I think the children pick up on that. Mm. It's not about what you're trying to impart on in them, as it were, in terms of knowledge and that sort of thing, or just sort of trying to say the right thing. It's actually when they come alive with things that they're interested in and how they truly feel, then I think that really just comes across in a non-verbal way. It's not actually a conscious decision, but if they're happy and really enjoying their experiences as, as a teacher and learning themselves, I think that really comes across to the children yeah. too.
1: And I think it's difficult because life's so busy and teaching's so busy, and there are so many demands and so much that's expected of everybody. Sometimes it's just making that time to say thank you for something that someone's done, and to say you know that was really great and that's had a big impact on that child or on that class, and taking that time to actually thank people and make you know make them because re- I do appreciate everyone, but sometimes it's it's just remembering to actually say that and make people realise that. You know that, that they are appreciated so i think that's it, it. And,
0: uh, yeah and, and i think how you how you feel is the most is the most important thing and any we all know what it's like to receive um that support from somebody and i think like i say sometimes it's just a slightly mindful thing isn't it just to make sure that um it, it comes across whenever you get the chance to do that and it's certainly something i've experienced um when i've come in for my few weeks is that it, it, it it's very natural it happens it happens all the time and it doesn't mean anything other than just it feels like family it's the sort of support mm, that you, yes. would, you you would hope you, you feel in that sort of warm cozy way hopefully within your home life as well and i think that really really just gives an atmosphere and, 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 uh, and a way of learning which is incredibly supportive for not only the, the pupils that are here learning but also from the teachers and all the support staff and everything as well because I think that just means they want to give more because that's the, that's the ethos in the, and the understanding and feeling of the school.
1: Yes, I think actually you saying that one of the children wrote a poem at the end of term which they sent to me but it said part one of the lines said that school makes me feel safe like I do when I'm at home. And, and i thought that's really lovely because that means that they're so comfortable you know if a child is feeling safe happy comfortable they're going to learn you know they need to be in that kind of state of mind to be in the best position to learn so that's hopefully what we create that children do feel comfortable but they also feel that they're in an environment where they can challenge themselves and learn as well so
0: yeah i think I think that's uh, really, really, really important. And, um, and and the thing that I'm noticing as we're sort of talking is all these things are about the small things or mm. you perceive to be small. It's about um, being honest and saying thank you. What's deemed to be not massive um, changes in ways of thinking, but actually it's not the sort of thing that happens all the time necessarily. And actually mm. they are the most important things. They are the biggest things which actually create that environment um, to actually come across. So... I'd also like to, um, to ask how, sort of, how the arts and sports and that kind of thing happen in the school because you say you're quite a small school so therefore your facilities I assume are relatively limited in terms of space and, and that kind of thing so how does bringing things into the school or, um, or visits out of the school um, how, how does that work in terms of supporting the children that way?
1: Well to me I think those enrichment activities are so important. They're so important because those are where your memories are made of primary school I think and for lots of children it gives them opportunities that they may not have otherwise. Um, We try to be involved in as many enrichment activities as we can and sometimes for example with the samba drums children who may never have been exposed to music in that way they can discover a love of something they don't even know they've got or a talent that they didn't realize they had we we do um the junior strictly competition which is a strictly dancing competition in northampton and we've been doing that for a few years now and it's run by a dance school in town called step by step And the children enjoy it so much. They get to perform at the Durngate Theatre in Northampton, which is huge. And lots of them would never get that opportunity. Lots of them from that competition then go on to join the dance school and, you know, take up a whole new hobby that they've not ever done before. You know, I can think of one little girl in particular, and even when she's lining up to go to assembly she's dancing she just dances everywhere around (laughs) school because she loves it so much but she didn't do that before she went to that competition um we recently did the year five six competition and there was one boy before we went onto the stage and he's never volunteered to do the strictly before but he's year six and he thought it's my last chance Um, i'm going to do it and it's completely out of his comfort zone and he stood at the side of the stage to go on and was literally rooted to the spot and was very upset really excited i just can't do it i can't do it um anyway i took him onto the stage and when we came off he said i loved it i love that and he said next week i'm going to stand up and talk in front of a group of people because that's something else i'm really afraid to do and I thought that's just fantastic because that's given him so much confidence. And now as we're speaking, there's this the class is practicing for the school Christmas play. And he's taken a speaking part, which he's never wanted to do before. And it's things like that, you know, develop those those activities I feel are so important for developing confidence in the children. And that's that's for life, you know, that he's now got that confidence to attempt things that before he just didn't really want to try. Um, And we've also got our School Games Gold Award for our commitment to PE in school sport, which is a brilliant achievement to me because we are a small school. So to get that award, you've got to actually access quite a few competitions and extra activities, form links with local clubs um, to give children opportunities for new sports, things like that. So obviously with only 15 children in a year group, it's more difficult for us to access big competitions um, Northamptonshire Sport are brilliant actually and they do put on quite a lot of activities which we go to um, and I, we've got most of our children at some point will access something like that, one of those competitions so it doesn't matter whether they're particularly good at sport or whether it's something that they do outside school it's just giving them those opportunities and that's what it's about really
0: Yeah I think exposure is, is, is key really and there'll be things that you find that you would never have experienced, like you said, which you then take you take up, which is exactly what happened to me. Um. I, mean, I did do music at primary school and mm. um, and our primary school was very supportive but it turned out to be secondary school where I had to learn an instrument and I was thinking oh, I just want to be playing football all the time yes and and so I thought I'll learn the drums that's the I, that's all I that's probably the best of a bad a bad idea cool. but, but we had to do it and exactly <laughs> yeah and, it, and it's cooler than maybe doing something else but it was only through that opportunity which then led me to have lessons um and since then you know I've played all around the world and Regularly work at the Albert Hall and 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 do and do lots of things which I absolutely adore. Which without that little push, without that little bit of exposure, I've never had the had the opportunity to do. And um, and the other thing which I really liked about what you said is the fact that through the opportunity, children will get taken maybe slightly out of their comfort zone. But it's just how you support them then, just to just push a little bit more but through supporting them to to gain that bit of confidence which once they've experienced it I think then like say they can thrive and whether it's doing a dance or whether it's speaking or whether it's taking part in an activity you've never done before then I think that's absolutely fantastic
1: and I think if you can tap into what you can see that a child is comfortable with and develop that and help that confidence to grow then you can encourage them then to have a go Like, that boy probably wouldn't have even had a go this time if it wasn't for the fact that his teacher has actually made him more and more confident because she's kind of tapped into things that she knows he he would feel comfortable with and develop those and it's helped him to have the confidence to attempt new things and
0: and i guess that's where the community comes in and also where where knowing the story of the children knowing maybe the story of the family and mm. being aware of all those things so that you can let's like say support them in a way which you know is going to help them in their confidence rather than sort of push them away because they're going to get scared or something um, and how do you see that i understand that you've got some development work going and the schools going to be getting a little bit bigger um, how do you see that sort of as the school grows, how can you sort of keep that support as, as you get a few more numbers in the school? How do you sort of keep everyone knowing everybody in that support um, as, as the building work happens and then when you've got more children in the school on a daily basis?
1: Well, we were only expanding to a one form entry school. So instead of having mixed classes, um, we will have single year group classes. So we will take up to 30 children into reception and then they will feed through the school as a single year group. So although we're expanding, we still remain a small school. And that community ethos is so important and so central to the school and what it's about that we will keep that you know that's what we're about and that's who we are so we will maintain that and I think with only having one year group um, one class sorry for each year group that will facilitate that quite well because we will still have a fairly small school community because the children will be coming from new housing which is planned on the edge of Overston Village they will be fairly local children as well so We'll be able to still engage with the families as part of our local community. People will still attend those events. We'll actually have more families, so we'll be able to tap into more people's expertise. Because we've always, we've often got parents who slip into a conversation. I don't know if it's accidentally that they've got, um, you know, they're really good at sewing, or they work at the country park, and oh that could be a very useful skill and you know when they come to help us and support the children so it will just give us an even greater range of expertise to tap into so I think it's vital to us to me and to our school and our governors that that feeling will actually that community feeling will still carry on through the school because that is part of our school ethos that's just so important to us.
0: Uh, I think what I like about that the most is the fact that the, the growing becomes an opportunity because yes. because as you said, the more people you've got, the more talents you're likely to come across. And if you're already inviting and actually having part of the community coming into the school, then you've then just got more to offer the children that are already here. And they say you've got a bigger pool of community outside of the school that can help support you with the things that you can use to then help the children again. Yes. So the cycle just yes. continues in a sort of a positive expanding kind of way. And um, so I can see that no matter what the size of the school, because the ethos is the centre of it all Everything just expand out there, yes, and um, and I guess so. You'll need more staff as as it, as the school expands. So, is there sort of? the sense you get when you speak to somebody in terms of what their ethos is and, and and the type of person they are, I guess that's just as important, if not more important, than their qualifications or their experience because yeah. they have to fit in with, with, with the environment that you've created here.
1: Yes, and I think that ethos kind of permeates through the staff. And I think talking about that dance competition we were talking about earlier, that was on a Saturday at the Gate, and we had... To everyone, we've always had at least 15 members of staff who come on that day. We only have about 20 staff in total if you take everyone into account. Um, And those staff, you know, paid to come to the theatre on a Saturday and support the children. And that's the way it is. And the children see them all there and how everyone really wants to be part of that and encourage them. Um, And I think that will always carry on because that's just the way we are that's the way we operate and people who come into the school tend to adopt that same ethos because that's what the school's about so
0: and um, from my point of view coming in as a, as a visiting um, teacher as it were doing the samba um, that was just very apparent from day one you know my my groups always start off by sitting in a circle and just doing rhythm games and giving the children um, a sense of pulse, which is what you need for the music side of it, but it gives them a bit of confidence in um, in terms of saying their name out loud on their own mm. or their favorite color or their favorite whatever it happens to be just just things which kind of just in, in, increase that confidence and um, in a supportive um community way and also in, in an ensemble way because obviously as we start to introduce instruments they have to support each other within a, yes. a, a small group ensemble as well as a, as a whole class ensemble um but the fact that the staff I didn't have to ask them to be to take part they just took oh, part because yes. of course that's that's, that's, what, what, you, that's what you would do exactly <laughs> and um and it seems so obvious when it happens but you'd be amazed the number of times I go into a school and they just think it's a great chance to do some marking or, mm. or that kind of thing and and I think just the because that obviously isn't the case here and because they wanted to take part the children then see that everyone's learning together because it's not necessarily a skill that the staff would have done before um and then the whole thing becomes a growing and, and a learning experience for everyone and involved. And I certainly learn everything every week because someone says something which is just think, oh, I've not thought of it that way before. Or they've not have not been asked that before. Or can we just try this? And think, well, actually, yeah, we really could. And, and so the whole thing grows for me, for, for me yes. as, well, as, as, well, as well as the staff and and the children. And, and like I said, it's just it's the everyone being involved and, and being part of the journey, whatever that journey happens to be, um, which really is um, really so important, I think. Um, so it seems that the the parents do play quite 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 a big role. Um do you think that's mainly because that the parents would automatically want to be involved in the school because that's the type of nice parents and children that, that, that you have or do you think it's more of a two-way street it's the fact that the way the school is and the ethos of the school permeates back to the parents and therefore it invites them in in, in, in a very natural kind of way or um yes we
1: do we try to involve parents as much as we can I think as a parent it's so important to feel involved in what's happening at school and that home school link is so important so when the children start in reception we have something called tapestry which is like an online tool where the teacher can communicate with the parents and let the parents the parents can see what the child's doing at school. If the child does something at home, the parents can put a video or a photograph onto tapestry and you can just access your own child's profile so you just see what's happening with your own child. Um, and starting from there, I think we try to get parents involved in the education of the children as much as we can. And... Um, We try to give the children as well opportunities for leadership so that they grow in confidence in that way. And within that, sometimes they work within um, events that families are involved in. So, for example, we've got our Christmas fair next week which is run by our foods association um, the friends of overston primary school they, who are fantastic actually and do so much to support the school um, but we decided last year that rather than having that as a separate thing we would involve the children so each of the classes is actually running their own stall so they're making their christmas things to sell and they're they, i really excited about doing that and they tend to, you know, call out their bargains and get really <laughs> involved with it. So those sorts of things that parents would attend and that parents are actually running, the children are involved as well. So again, it's that whole community kind of coming together.
0: Sure, and and the, the making of the things for the stool are they making them in school or are they making them at home?
1: They're making them in school,
0: yeah. I th- and I think that's really important because it then makes everything part of what you're learning and everything part of of in in, part of the school because it is part of the school it's not something extra that you're just bringing Mm. in to show or to or to do it's actually integral to actually the not only the event in school but like say the wider community because you've got your your friends association involved in it as well and of course it's christmas and like say you've got all the family and everyone coming to look as well um i think that's really important and um and a and a really a really key thing
1: It's quite a good learning thing as well because the children have a budget so they would buy their materials to make whatever they're making and then they can see how much their stall actually makes um, at the end of the event so their idea is to try and make their money grow obviously as much as they can so that's a good learning experience for them as well Um, and they all get really engaged with it and you know they start off perhaps having an idea that might be a little bit unreasonable that's not gonna it's gonna cost a lot of money to make and perhaps won't make very much profit and that's a, you know that's another good learning thing and then they come to the conclusion together um, of what they should actually produce in the end and
0: and it's 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 based on real life and it's based it is, and it's based yeah. on now isn't it and that's yes. that's the thing so um just you know the money side of it is maths but it's about doing something which is now you know if you have to do any kind of written work it's it's based on an event and it's happening now and and yes. it all becomes real and and I think that's that's the really hard thing I think in education um especially at the moment which with the sort of the highest sort of um, value on tests and that sort of thing is actually just keeping it all relevant now. The reason mm. you're learning this now is because it's relevant for you today mm. <laughs> and and actually having a topic or um, an event that's going on, which is engaging at the moment, um, I think is really key. and I think that's that's partly the reason I've always enjoyed doing my sound project is the fact that while I could talk forever about the longevity of the musicianship that they're learning and why we're doing it, the point is, is at the end of every session, everyone has been a musician for that whole session yes. that we've done, and they've got something new out of it each, each mm. time. And so it's relevant now, and everyone's enjoying it now, and their experience and feeling it, which I think the feeling is a really important thing, is important now, and and as um as educators and hopefully having a slightly broader picture of what we're trying to do for the children, we can actually then sort of point them in the right direction and give them the umbrella for them to uh, sort of grow and like you say experience new things and see yes. and see what they can experience a bit further afield. But uh that does sound absolutely brilliant.
1: Yes, they do they are looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So is there is there anything else that you think um the school does which um really supports the the whole feeling of the school and as I said that sort of learning environment other than the the ethos and the values that we've talked about and the the general kindness and caring that everyone has which gives us that sort of family feeling is there anything else that you can pinpoint that really gives the school the the learning environment that the children really enjoy?
1: Um, I think the positive learning behaviours are really important, which I touched on before. So the children take responsibility for their own learning and enjoy challenging themselves. And don't worry if they get something wrong, that that's part of learning. And if we all got everything right first time, we wouldn't be learning very much. So that, I think, is really important. Because once they accept that, then they're confident enough to actually try things and not worry about getting things wrong. Um, I think we try to give them opportunities for leadership which again is very important because that develops confidence so we have things like we have a sports crew who organise sports activities who might come with us to a sports event and do like the media coverage so they might write a, um, a report for our school blog for our sports blog things like that. Um, We have play buddies who work in the playground to work with some children who perhaps find games more challenging or social situations more challenging so they can engage them in that. Um, We have our school council, so each class has class council meeting and then they have their school council representatives who take their ideas to the school council and they feel that their voice is heard, so things that they say are actually listened to and acted upon, so that's really important because that helps to obviously make them feel part of the community in school. Um, We have house captains, which again helps to... Some children really really thrive in that situation who perhaps you wouldn't imagine would want to take on that role Um, and you see a completely different side to a child and it that sort of role can really build self-esteem and confidence I think that's just so important. Um, I think the community spirit we've obviously talked about a lot which I think is really really crucial to us. Um, This week actually we're going to the church up in Overston, our school choir, because the village, the villagers from Overston are having their school, their Christmas lunch in the church. So they've invited us to go and sing and provide some entertainment. So I'll be taking a group of children up to the church to do that. So that side of things I think is really crucial and such a brilliant learning experience for the children as well to be involved in the community. Um, and I think just mostly the fact that as we've said every person within our school community every stakeholder feels that they play an important part including the children the teachers the parents the governors the village
0: everybody I think I think the the biggest takeaway from today is the fact that while it all seems very natural in the school and you you literally walk in and feel like you sort of um, in an envelope of um of warmth and uh, and, um, and sort of family feeling that um none of it happens by accident it's it's got real purpose it's got real thought and understanding um behind what's key for for the, to support the children and support the staff as well which is is um is something which is important um and and i hope from today you've got a an idea of um of some of those practices which might be something you can take away and and include in your school or at least start to think about it and um And I think that general feeling that everyone's in it together, you know, whether you're a child at a school or whether you're a member of staff or whether you're part of a um part of the management everyone's everyone's got a role to do and um and where you fit in like you say each cog is important that they're turning and also helping the other cogs to turn and, and, and have a vision all, yes. all in one place and so uh, I see you've got um your um school vision there can I take a picture of that and I'll um add it to the add of it to course, the podcast, yes. and, and people can see exactly what yes. you've come up with and, and and why you've done it so sure brilliant well thanks so much for inviting me in and allowing me to chat to you today it's been really interesting oh, no um,
1: thank you very much for talking to me thank and, you um,
0: and yeah please um leave a comment um un- un- underneath the podcast on the website um at let us know if it's something which has um touched you in any kind of way or anything which you can expand on um and we can um we can continue the conversations on there lovely thanks very much thank you Thank you for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information, please go to educationonfire.com.